Hey guys, welcome back to um, I Hope This Helps podcast. <laughs> I am your host with the most, Jess and Claire, and today, I'm just kidding. Um, how are you guys? Oh my god! Wow, I'm trash, pure trash, y'all. Like, ah! I'm trash. Sorry, my voice sounds like crazy. I'm like kind of my feet is up, and like I'm kind of laying back a little bit, and I just ate. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so before. Let me just tell you about this week and then I'll kind of go back a little bit more and then I'll tell you what's happening in a week or so and then we'll start. So this week I have been, I've been thinking about like eventually going to order maybe some type of weekly food plan thing like Blue Apron, uh, Fresh Direct or Direct Fresh or whatever, one of those plans. And I was like, okay, you know, school ends June 17th, I can start around that time and either ship it here or to my mom's house or whatever and whatever, right? So since, you know, I'm, I haven't started yet, I was like, okay, well, I'm trying to lose a little bit of weight, um, especially my stomach area, just trying to lose some inches off. I'm finding that the size sixes, not that they're getting tight because it doesn't feel tight. It's just that areas where the outfit is supposed to be tight is tight, but the areas where the outfit is supposed to be loose is tight. So I have to, and what, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Basically, okay, so for example, I love to wear cowl neck dresses, and my favorite place to get cowl neck dresses um, are from JLux Label. Check them out, download the app. This is not um, sponsored, but... You know, I really, I really like like those girls, especially for the um, for the summer. They're gonna get you right. Like, if you want to change your wardrobe, I talk about them all the time. If you want to change your wardrobe and you want more of that neutral tone, you're kind of over the 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 pretty little thing and the Zara and the in the boohoo. And you shoot me on over to Zara and J Lux label. Like, you get your whole life. Um, good quality stuff. Anyway. If you look up like their dresses, you'll see some that have like the tie on the shoulders, tie on the end so that you can scrunch it up and make it to a mini dress. And I just love cowl neck, like just really compliments my body because I am shaped like an upside down triangle. And what it does is it cradles my boobs. And because it does that, it cut the fabric in the middle of the dress kind of forces some sort of cinch. You know, because of the width of the drawstring and the, the whole dress. And then, of course, like if I wear it low, like it just kind of hugs my body. And if I, you, you know, uh, push up the sides with the string, I can, I can like tie a little knot in the string, but then leave it draping down. It just looks like a whole bunch of, sh- it, just look, it just looks like a bouquet of strings. And I just love that lacy, not lacy like lace, but like that stringy. I love strappy heels. I love strappy dresses. I love it, okay? But in the mid, it fit perfectly everywhere else. But in the middle, it was giving like I'm gonna have to be, I'm gonna have to suck it in. I'm not trying to suck anything in. I'm just trying to wear the, I'm just trying to wear the dress, okay? Um, so there's that. Um, sorry, I'll just glue it down. Um, And now going back, going back, I'm trying to think of anything I forgot to say. Oh, yeah. So that being said, I'm going to go back a little bit. No, no. Anyway, 
I've been very conscious about what I've been eating, especially this week, because next week I'm going to Roots Picnic, which is the second, the third to the fourth, the second to the, the third to the fifth, or the second to the fourth. I don't know, but it's next Friday to next Sunday. So after Memorial Day weekend, the weekend after Memorial Day weekend, okay? And it's in PA, and I'm excited. Other than that, um, other than that, I've been trying, like I said, trying to some inches. So this week, I went, and I, I'll talk about the other food later. I mean, I got turkey burgers, you know, like just other stuff. But I got salmon, and I got Brussels sprouts. And you guys, I posted it on my Instagram, and no one liked it. I assume that anyone thought it was nasty looking, but I thought it looked how Brussels, like Brussels sprouts is not a pretty dish. Like it's pretty in the sense of like when the cheese is on it and you know how it tastes, then it looks good to you. But Brussels sprouts doesn't look good to people who don't eat, like it looks disgusting. Like, <clears throat> and I don't consider myself, I'm not the, and maybe I should be, I'm not like, this is not like a brag. I do like to blend my vegetables. That's like the, that's like the way I prefer to have it. I love green juices. But I've been trying to just eat more vegetables just all together. Um, my favorites are like tomatoes, but only when it's like in a taco, of course. Or like pico de gallo, I'll bust that down. But like put it, like, I'm so weird. Pico de gallo, chop the tomatoes in the taco, I'm good to go. But a slice of tomatoes, I will literally throw up in your face. Um, tomatoes, uh, jalapenos, you know, cause I like my taco spicy. But like um, asparagus, of course. I know they say asparagus makes your pee stink, but it just, I just feel really healthy when I eat it. And now I'm adding asparagus to the list. I, of course, I also like corn, um, cabbage, and collard greens. So those are all my favorite vegetables. And, you know, it's collard greens. It's healthy. I mean, it helps you go to the bathroom, right? Like, it has, like, iron. Um, not iron, fiber. Does that have fiber? Anyway, those are my favorite veggies. And... Mush- I don't really tell people I like mushrooms because I feel like people may judge me because I'm a woman, like, and they say, like, you're not supposed to have, like, I don't eat mushrooms as much as I used to, but baby, put it on some grilled chicken with some caramelized onions and I'm yours, like, but I don't eat, I don't, I try not to eat it too much because it is linked to, not the best thing for someone who has, um, a crotch. Well, <laughs> not a crotch. <laughs> not a crotch. <sighs> of the JJ. Um, you know, so. But I still try to drink some probiotic, like my teas and stuff like that. I drink water. Um, I try not to drink water too close to bedtime, but sometimes it's just something about having water, like not too cold water, but also like like when the when the water is the best when it's like when the conversation starts. At least for me, because I can't have water that's too cold or mess me up. Um, sometimes I want that, but like that ice cold water, like how I used to when I was younger, like absolutely not. Um, straight up the fridge, I put it. Sometimes I'll take it out the fridge and like go in the shower, and then when I come out, it's perfect. It is perfect because it's starting to like get all wet on the outside, and that's how I know it's gonna be. It's gonna be like almost room temperature. Oh, it's the best. Um, and I drink tea, you know. But um, yeah, so hopefully I just will maybe lose like maybe like a pound or two, three pounds, hopefully five is the goal. Um, of course, I'm gonna lose like way more than that, getting closer to my birthday. Um, I have, it's almost June and I have no idea what I'm doing for my 30th birthday. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also 
terrified of being a real adult because all I've known is 20 something like, um stupid in 20 and it's like granted I haven't been stupid in 20 something since I was like 25 or 26 I would say I feel like around 26 is when a light bulb comes on in terms of and I might save this for like 20 things I learned in my 20s one of those stupid type of um, podcasts or videos but um that you know I should have put my phone on airplane mode just in case someone tries to call me because if anyone calls me this podcast is it's just that's it like it just it erases so let's hope that doesn't happen I can put it on airplane mode right now but if I do it's still gonna cut off because my wi-fi will cut off for a second until I turn it back on okay anyway let's just hope for the best let's cross our fingers because it's rare that anyone calls me um and when people do I tell them that I'm like oh you just you just erased my whole entire podcast because you called and then I just you kind of just sit there with that for a little bit anyway so um yeah I would say like around 26 I started to kind of like that's when I that's where okay this is a big deal this is that's where FOMO kind of left my body like it was just like I turned 26 and I just didn't care anymore like I wanted to be home I you know people would call me and then it was you know it got kind of weird and I told you about this before where it got kind of weird because I started telling people no and That kind of rubs some people the wrong way, especially because I am spontaneous and I love people who are spontaneous in terms of like requesting my time. And it's it's certain people, only certain people who can do that. And you can know me for like a couple, you can know me for like a couple months or you've known me like for a really long time. It's no, it's no like amount of time where people can have like a certain level of access to me. Not saying that like I have anything cool, (laughs) like hidden, but you know, you gotta be protective with your, you know, your space, your area, your energy, you know? And I, um, so those people know. And it felt good because I was just like, no, like I actually wanna spend time, like I'm okay just not doing anything right now. And I realized that for me personally, it came from me always wanting to be outside because it's, imagine being someone who's naturally introverted or maybe even ambivert, I don't know. But someone who's, you know, just kind of like already, social social, social interactions are just a lot for me. Like, and I'm and, and talking even more in my early 20s, we're like now I kind of have the vocabulary um, and I can kind of, I've been, you know, around people for a long time to where I can kind of fake a conversation you wouldn't even know it's a fake conversation and I'm saying I'm not saying I'm being disingenuine disingenuous but it's just like I kind of grab things from other conversations that I've had and kind of combine it together as like this little like hey you doing okay da, 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 da. and it's like okay 30 seconds I'm in and out like small talk is done like I kind of have like a script going um but back then it was like social interactions drained the life out of me. Like if I saw my, if I hung out with friends, they would have to give me two weeks before I saw them again. And not two weeks like I would still talk, Facetime and stuff like that. But like 
we can't do anything like that for like two weeks. Like, <laughs> like, and if I don't see you for another two weeks, that's okay. Like, don't take it personal. Um, I think that's like a great amount of time. Cause you know, you kind of want to live too. And kind of when you see, your, when you see your friends, you kind of want to talk and be like, Oh, like this is what happened since I've seen you, you know? But anyway, um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought and I have no I have no idea what I was talking about. I hate that. But I guess I'll just wrap that up to say. Hope maybe if I remember I'll continue because <laughs> the thought totally left my brain. Um I know I was talking about French like, you know, interactions when I was younger. Oh, here's here's where I wanna land. So being someone who was a bit more introverted than extroverted and having to have social interactions, which I hated, but then also being someone who's spontaneous and loves spontaneity, but then also someone who's running from things that are haunting them. Like my academic career was at, was, was tarnished. Like it was just, it, everything was just falling out of my hand. So it's like, I would just stay outside for hours, stay in the streets for hours because I just couldn't like, be with myself, kinda. Um, and I felt like at the time, the people I was hanging around, they were on the same level as me or worse off than me. So it kinda made me feel like, not made me feel better, cause I knew I, I shouldn't, like I knew like, but it made me feel like, okay, because we're the same age and you know, no one here is better than me, I, you know, I still got time or you know, I still like, like if my mom throws shade, I could be like, okay, well, this person my age is older than me and you know, they're not doing this, you know, just to kind of like get the heat off of me. But once like, you know, I've had finished school and I kind of found my calling somewhat in a way, I was not as pressed to go out, run out, you know? Um, I was, I was comfortable, but not comfortable in like a stagnant way, but comfortable in, with being with myself and also in a very celebratory f- feeling. Like I got over one of the greatest hurdles that I didn't think I could overcome, battling depression and um, feeling of self-doubt and what's my purpose and also have to finish school. Like it was just a lot and I didn't, you know, no, listen man, if I ever have a child, I'm going to prepare them for college in the way that I wish I was prepared. And it wasn't so much anything my mom could do. It was more of like the education system. Like, you know, they like the things that they made it seem like was gonna happen in college didn't. And the things that happened to me in college was never expected. Like, never thought like, oh, my, my worst fear when I got to school was like, okay, am I gonna feel like getting up and getting out of bed to go to class because it's all on me compared to what I really went through, which was 10 times worse than that. <laughs> And just within myself, like not even social about people like, yeah, people put me through stuff, but like it was just so much confusion within myself. Like I just had no idea what was happening ever, ever. And it's like, I, I, do I regret anything? Absolutely not. But do I feel like, you know, I spent my time wisely? And, you know, I I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time. 
times that I can, you know, I can't, I can't get that time back. So it's like <clears throat> now uh, there's a lot of pressure on me now to kind of make, do things right, especially in my 30s. Because I feel like this is kind of like the last decade where you really matter. Um, I know they said like women be die and shrivel up at um, at 25, and then some people say 30. But um, hey, if that's the case, then that kind of like, yo, this girl. So yeah, that was that on that. Um, <clears throat> this girl on TikTok. If I had like. I feel like this is kind of like a negative thing when you say something like this. But she was making fun of herself in a way because she knows how she, <clears throat> she knows she's not conventionally attractive. Okay? Some people, you know, like, people, like, she calls us, like, if you had to say she looked like somebody, you would say, oh, she looked like Precious. Or you know, something like that. People would say, oh, she looked like Precious. Like, something like that. But... She knows she's like conventionally attractive, but she made, you know, a video and she was just like, I forgot what the sound was, but she was just like, kind of like pounding her lips and moving side to side. Like, you know, the girlies, is, y'all are dating and y'all are being treated like y'all look like me. That was basically the, the TikTok. That was the TikTok. Y'all are dating and basically getting treated like I would like, you know, like y'all look like me or like how I've been treated, discarded or whatever, like y'all are getting the same treatment. So it's kind of like, well, yeah, I may feel like I'm ugly, but it's saving me for all this heartbreak because y'all are going through it, you know, and y'all look and, and y'all are conventionally, conventionally pretty women or women who I think are attractive, who are still being played, you know, misused and abused. And I was just like, you know, people in the comments were like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I'm like, she just told y'all that she's, she's ugly. And that's going to lead that. I'm going to come back to that, but I want to go into this really quickly. There was another post that I've seen and they were talking about body positivity. It was two posts, actually. The first one was like saying like how body positivity is out because, you know, it kind of, and I'm like, yeah, like it's subjective. Like it's all, like, like, I mean, I don't know if beauty is in, in the eye of the beholder anymore. Like what's the beholder social media, but like, and that's finicky, you know, because every day so, there's a, there's, you have to have something new. It's like, oh, you have to have big lips, big butt, big, big titties. Now your eyes have to be snatched into your temple so that you could look like a fox, <laughs> like an actual fox or a cat. Um, or you're not or, or, you know, you don't have the London look like you're not you're not that girl. I'm just kidding. But. There was another point I was like, yeah, like, you know, like body positivity, it should just, we should just love who we are. Like, it shouldn't be like this whole thing because it's like all of it is subjective. And there was another post where the girl, she was like talking about her arm. I think like about the fat arm, whatever. And, and somebody was like, oh my gosh, your arms are gorgeous. Please stop. Like, and she was like, I don't look at my arm and think, oh my God, look at my gorgeous arm. Like, it's an arm. It has fat. It jiggles and wiggles. Like, and that it's my arm. Like, I don't hate myself because... I said, oh, something, you know, like I want to get my arms toned up or I like my arms, like, or like my arms are like fat. Like, I don't hate my whole entire existence. And then I don't also need you to come and tell me like, oh, well, like your arms are gorgeous. No, they're not. They're arms. And she was like, I use them to pick things up and put things down. Like, that's it. And I felt the same way. Like, there was time, there are times when I'm talking about like, you know, sur- surgeries and things that I would get with my friends. And, you know, they're just being supportive and they're just being like, you know, because 
plastic surgery, no matter what, is always kind of going to be a sensitive topic to a certain extent. Because it's kind of like, cause a lot of times people do go to that place of like, oh, well, well, I remember when plastic surgery meant that you didn't love yourself, you know? But um, I think plastic surgery now, it's like, I love myself so much that I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to perfect myself and look my, you know, make myself into the best version of myself because I like, because they say, how do you going to say, how are you going to say, oh, in order for you to make your house look nice, you got to invest in your house. If in order for your you know, career to take off. You gotta invest in your career. But when you wanna invest in your looks, you hate yourself. What if I love myself so much? I can't get enough of myself. I'll spend anything on myself. Like, that's how I feel like plastic surgery should be viewed. Anyway, um, this is not even the main topic, but we almost done. I'm not even gonna hold you out for too much longer because I'm saying everything I wanna say right now. Um, but yeah, like, I was like, yes. Like I was complaining to my my friend about like oh I was say I was saying like I would never get a boob job but I'll probably get like that thing that Ari has which is like an internal she has a bra inside of her titty it's not a it's not silicone it's a bra and I was like but or I'll probably just get a breast lift because I just don't want to wear a bra anymore like I just want to put on a bathing suit and I re- and you know what's so crazy my boobs aren't completely small they aren't completely big either but I forget that like when I put on a bikini top like I have like my titties don't go like they go to the side. So it's just like mad side boob, but it's not flattering. It's like my whole tit, like it didn't fit into the, t- anyway. It just didn't fit into the, like, and I just feel like, I just like the way the fake boobs look because it looks like the fabric is more like laying on instead of like your boob just like being pressed in. I don't know. Anyway, will I ever get it? Probably not. And I will not, I, you know, and I don't care if I get it, cool, whatever. But like, if I don't, I don't. But my friend, she was like, oh, but your boobs are great. And I'm just like, yeah, they are. Like, but that's, and you choose just being nice, you know? Like, sometimes people don't know that they're, like, choose being nice. Like, but, because I, I guess she was trying to say, like, you know, I've seen you wear things where it's like, you know, you, you can't wear a bra or whatever, and you look, you look, you're fine. And I don't disagree. It's just that. I just wanted lifted, like I like, and she was like, "Oh yeah, don't ever get like, don't ever get silicone." She was like, "You know, do a breast lift, like if it ever came down to it." And I'm just like, "Yeah, totally." But I'm like, I think my boobs are great. I want them to be greater. Like we tell our kids, we tell kids, "You're doing good, but you could do better." Like, and so can my body, and so can my titties. Like I don't, I don't understand. But anyway, so going back now, so, and she, you know, when she said, when the black girl said that the one that people were saying looks like pressures, and you know, she alluded to that too. Um, I was just like, ugh. You know, people were in the comments saying like, oh my God, but you're gorgeous. And she was just liking the comments. like, And it's just like, you guys, like, not only does she know like, that you don't mean that, she has already ex- accepted who she is and, you know, where she falls in the beauty category. And regardless of what you want to tell her, she's already decided where she is. So that whole like, oh, but you're beautiful. Like, don't say it about yourself. Like, she's looking at the comments like, Please. It's the same thing like when big girls and this is um I think what's her name? Fatima. Oh. Don't want that be having the red braids. But she be being her face, she'd be looking fire. Anyway, um she was like, Y'all need to stop calling big girl big girls confident because we wear the we wear the stuff the child wear or we go or we like we'll wear a dress or a skirt and then y'all be like oh my gosh I love your confidence and it's just like that's offensive and bro I used to do that but when I said confidence 
I wasn't talking about like, oh, you big and you went out in a two-piece and you're confident. I was just like, yo, like the way you're walking and the way that you're like flexing your body and your outfit in this bikini, you are a confident, like you look like you love yourself and that you are happy. And that, and that you believe that you like in whatever you think you are, you are just that. Like you exude confidence, like almost in like an intimidating way. Not like, oh, you're confident because you put on the two-piece and you big. But I do understand. I have seen comments like that and I do, I, I understand, I understood what she said. It. And I'm just like, wow, like that's crazy. How that, like, that's, a, that's offensive, you know? And um, other black girls started talking about it, you know, plus size models, stuff like that. Started talking about it and I just thought it was a really good conversation. And um, yeah, people were just like doing that in her comments. And I was just like, she already, you know, she knows what she looks like, you know, and, and she believed and she believes in that and that's it she said the joke there's no need to, for you to dim down the joke by calling her beautiful when she doesn't feel that way or she knows exactly where she ranks and that all the chicks who she deems as pretty who her society deems as pretty and better than her are getting treated as if they're you know as if they're not dating that person you know and I just thought it was a really funny, kiki, kind of full circle moment in a way, because it's just like, yeah. And I feel that way when it comes to colorism. Um, when, when women like, you know, the Danny Lays and the Nick Cannon, uh, Nick Cannon tribe and the Chris Brown tribe and all these new tribes that are coming up with these, the Diddy tribe, like, and when I say tribe, I mean like his, well, more of like his stable because he just has, you know, he does have one more than one baby mother, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about like the girls he be having around now. And it's just like, if the exoticals want to take our place in suffering, then by all means, like go ahead. Like we never said we wanted this life. Sometimes because of, you know, systemic oppression, it kind of, this, is, this is what some of our lives are set up to be. It's struggle love, having kids, you know, out of wedlock or having kids when we're not financially stable. Um, you know, just making irrational and impulsive decisions all for love and or what we think is love. And if you want that trauma so bad, by all means, absolve us. Like, take our spot. Here you go. Here's, here's the, the strong woman crown. Here's the struggle love scepter. And here's your cape for black men. <laughs> and men who share the ideologies of men like Kevin Samwells, there is your cape, fly into the night. <laughs> like, goodbye. And enjoy. And don't get me wrong, if I end up wearing body, I'd rather be a, be a black man. I'm not totally sold on divesting because I love me black. I love black men. Like, that's cream of the crop. Like, I, that, I don't want... I don't want to have to choose anyone else. I want to be with a black man. Like, so sorry. There's nothing better. <laughs> even, like, even when you think about like some of the time, nah, I'm not the abusive ones, but just like the toxic like interactions you've had with men or dealt with for some period of time, it's like, yo, I would choose you over anything if you just wasn't so stupid. Um, and men shoot themselves in the foot all the time, but we don't get into that. Y'all really do. Like, y'all be telling, y'all be online telling women how to be and who we are and deep down inside and what this means and what that means as if you're us and we're literally telling y'all love us respect us 
use consideration, be mindful, be spontaneous, like be helpful, encourage us, pray with us, pray for us. Like that's all we like. <clears throat> and these niggas be gagging over like, oh, I gotta buy her flowers. It's just like, bro, let me meet your. Can I meet? Can I meet your mother, bro? Like, you are good for nothing. Damn. Anyway. But the last thing I wanted to get into was um, another video I saw about how this girl wasn't being, she said she wasn't being a, a good friend because there were times where her friend would come to her, with, her friends would come to her with problems. And I had to learn this too. Like this is something recent I learned like in my late 20s. And she said that there are times where, you know, she said, I'm a solution-based person, based person. So somebody comes with a problem, I'm gonna say, okay, well, you can do this, 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 this. I'm resourceful, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's dope. I'm like, that's great. I feel like I'm that way too. Like I can kind of point people in the right direction. I mean, I have the instant connection, but I'm like, okay, well, I tried this and I failed, but here is the information and you can do it. <laughs> and good luck, you know? Um, and she said, but there were times where my friends just wanted to vent and just wanted that emotional support. They wanted empathy. And I was just so focused on, well, why don't you do this, 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 let's just do this, 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 this. And then that's it. And then kind of just like end the conversation or, the, you know, the conversation ends because the other person's probably just like, well, damn, like, all right, like I, thanks. But I kind of just wanted you to feel like, you know, I just wanted us to feel together. I didn't want this to be so solution-based. And I didn't realize that like, and there were times where people would talk to me and I would say something and they just kind of stopped talking. And I'm just like, okay, good. Like, I was like, yeah, let that resonate with you. Like, like take what I said and, and let that sit with you for a moment before you utter another word. But in reality, they kind of, they were shutting, they were shutting down because I wasn't, um, I wasn't having that moment with them. I wasn't being empathetic. I wasn't, um, relating to them or you know using maybe even chiming in with something that happened with me and how I dealt with it so they can kind of see like you know they're not alone and also see that you know you, this is something that you can get through but instead I'll just be like well won't you do this and then do this and this and they'll be like okay like and I'm like all right great and they're silent so I'm like okay good that means that their problem is solved and not bring it up anymore but in reality they stopped telling me and it doesn't happen a lot, a lot, but it's something that has happened a couple, a few times before. And I'm just like, tag, like, you know, they never really fought with me about it because they knew I was right at the end of the day. Like, okay, yeah, like that's all true. And that's advice that I would give you. But geez Louise, right now, I just wanted some, I just wanted to kind of bitch and moan, you know, but you know, I feel like people definitely deserve that right to do that. And I feel like over the years, I've been able to kind of know when someone needs a problem solved and also know when someone just wants to kind of talk <sighs> and I have to listen to certain things like there's a difference between telling the story and saying what would you do if or like how do you feel like I should go about or do you think like any type of question that's when I really become real solution based but when someone's just talking like I feel I think I wonder that's kind of when you just want to listen, you know? So that's kind of where I'm going to end off. Um, I really hope this helps. 
I'm sorry for being MIA. I don't know what's going on, but all of this is kind of dropped on, especially that last part is what I wanted to talk about. It's funny because I didn't really talk about it for that long, but just it's just something to be mindful about, you know, just making sure you are aware when your friends are talking that there's times where they don't want to hear your solution. They probably kind of already know what you're gonna say in terms of solution, but they just kind of want to be heard and seen. Um, I did just finish season three of Pose, boo hoo. So, um, not glad, I'm so mad, sad that it's done. I, you know, did it end on a good enough note for me where, I mean, if you watch Pose, like, what do you think is like a storyline that, that was dropped? I would definitely say Damon. I mean, clearly, like, he left the show. But, like, is there anything else that should have been, like, talked about or explored more? I'm not really too sure. I feel like they ended up, ended it off on a good enough note to where I don't feel like too many plot holes have been dropped. But I will say a lot of people, a lot of people in the show, I feel like I wanted to get more into. I wish we could get more into Candy, more into Angel and... Um, her husband and um, more into no I don't really care how um, Blanca met her boo but maybe more into Pray Tell's mind because that 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 moment when you put it together that Pray Tell was giving and it's it was so eerie because Pray Tell it was almost like he knew he was going to die the way he had that last moment with Blanca on the, in the ball and when he went home and put on his best robe and did his skincare and the way that he blew out the candle, it was just like, it was just like right then and there he knew, like this is like my last time I'm getting ready for bed. This is my last time I'm about to lay down my bed and dream and like that's it. It's, it's like that part was so creepy to me, like so creepy. And when, and when um, Ricky realized, like, oh, my gosh, he wasn't swiping those. He was giving me his, you know, his cocktail, his AIDS, HIV, you know. Oh, if you haven't seen Pose, I, I encourage you, encourage you to watch. Once you get, like, into, oh, oh, my gosh, yeah. There, it's definitely rewatchable because I definitely want to rewatch the episode where they went to the beach and the episode where Blanca told, I mean, um, Electra told off those white women. Anyway. I hope this helped y'all. Um, I should be back very soon with a recap of um, Roots Picnic and hopefully before that. Um, but yeah, I really hope this helped. And don't forget to follow me at Pod. And if you want to get into the threads and the gear, follow me at Jen period, Sinclair on Instagram. Talk soon. Oh my gosh, my battery is on 20%. All right, bye, y'all.